guys, welcome to Dance Matters Podcast. We are coming at you from day 5,672 of lockdown. Just kidding. I have no idea what day it is, but it feels like forever. The best part about lockdown is that I've been able to Zoom with people from other countries and interview people from all over. Today we are bringing you a special guest from New Zealand. Molly Brown is a 14-year-old dancer with big dreams and goals. She currently has her own television segment, Move It With Molly, on a New Zealand TV show called What Now? Molly has also been crowned New Zealand's top dancer, not once, but twice, and she's only 14. Molly is also an ambassador for Stretch Ladder, who make handstand boards and stretch ladders of various sizes which are absolutely perfect for training whilst in isolation. We have been lucky enough to team up with Stretch Ladder for the month of May and they are actually offering us an exclusive Dance Matters podcast discount code for 15% off for all of our listeners. So make sure you head to Stretch Ladder because the code you need is DMP20. Put that in at the checkout and you will get 15% off all of their products. Now Charlie, you were lucky enough to get a Stretch Ladder and a handstand board for Christmas. What do you like about them? So I like about the stretch ladder that you can stretch by yourself and you can stretch at different levels. And also now mum doesn't get annoyed because she doesn't have to stretch me. It's perfect for isolation because when you normally have your teacher stretching you, you don't have to because you've got the stretch ladder. And also it's personalised so you can pick your stickers and you can put your name on it. That's what I really like about the stretch ladder. And the handstand board is really fun. You can do a lot of stuff on it like handstands but there's so many different handstands to choose i find it really fun i just do it in my free time so make sure you head on over to stretch ladder and check out all of their awesome products and don't forget to put in that code dmp20 to get your discount off just for the month of may 2020 and now we get to welcome our beautiful guest welcome molly hi molly thank you so much for joining us today thank you for having me now molly you live in new zealand we've had a couple of new zealanders on can you tell me what the dance industry is like in new zealand well in new zealand i feel like it's quite different to the rest of the world because everyone here is really like a family and you really know everyone in the environment and there's not someone that you don't know and because of that there's very limited opportunities though as we are so small and quite isolated, it's really hard to get yourself out there. So yeah, that's what it's like in New Zealand. Do you have a lot of Estedfords going on like every weekend there's one you can go to? No, not really. There would be like eight a year maximum. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so it's very limited. And when we do have a competition, they sell out really, really fast. And so sometimes you don't even get in. So it's hard. So the ones you have, are they quite big ones that everyone wants to go to? You don't have lots of little ones going on. So there is a few just Christchurch-based ones that aren't Australia competitions, such as like Follow Your Dreams or Evolution. They come over, but they all do pretty much have the same amount of numbers. So there's not really a small competition or a big competition. It's all just the same. Do you have many full-time dance schools that you can go to in New Zealand? No, not really. Mainly New Zealand dance schools are just after-school activity type ones. Yeah, right, okay. Can you tell us a little bit about you, how old you were when you started dancing? So I was three when I started dancing, but I just did like a baby ballerina class. And then when I was six, I changed dance schools and started to take it more seriously. And now I'm 14 and I've been in a dance school called Levin School of Dance for about six years now. And I've been really focusing on dance and trying to get really good at it. So what drew you to dancing in the first place? Why did you start? Um, well, I guess my mum just put me into it as a little child. And so I just started doing baby ballerina. But then she kind of, I just kind of fell in love with it and I wanted to keep going. 
and I just yeah really found a love for it and I never wanted to give it up and now you're 14 yeah I'm 14 now 14 and how many days a week would you train now how many hours of dancing so from Monday to Thursday I train from roughly 3 45 till 8 30 9 o'clock and then on Fridays I do my own training or I get ready for what's coming up in the weekend because usually in the weekend we will either have a competition or a photo shoot or I have to do filming and so Friday roughly depends on what's coming on the weekend. I either train at home or I get ready for the weekend. And so I'd roughly do about 21 hours of just classes, and that's not including privates and stuff like that. And do you compete in solos and troops as well? Yeah, I compete in solos and troops. And yeah, Levin's has 22 troops going at the moment, but I'm not in all of them. Oh, I was going to say, that's a lot of dancers to remember. Yeah. No, I'm in probably 12 of them and then I have eight solos. That's still a lot of dancers to remember. Yeah, about 20 dancers at competition each time. Now the very exciting thing is that you're actually a television star. Can you tell us about your television segment? Yeah, so I have a segment called Move It With Molly on a kids show called What Now? That's every Sunday and I'm roughly on it every month or every second week and what I do is I do a dance and then I teach the kids that's what I did for the first year so it's changed quite a lot the first year I did it I was live on the show and I would teach a dance and now what I do is the what now has changed they travel around the country and so what I do now is I send in videos and then they show them on the show but whenever they come back to Christchurch I'm live on the show. Now how on earth did that come about? So pretty much I was just vlogging my trip in Australia that we do with our dance school every second year which is we go to showcase nationals and so I was vlogging that and then they just sent me an email and asked if I wanted to do a segment and we didn't think that it was going to be this big of a segment but very lucky that it was. And so how long has that been going for? I think this is my third year doing it. Now, your sister is often involved in that too. What's it like filming with your sister? Yes, so sometimes it does get very tricky filming with my sister because we argue a little (laughs) bit, but usually it's pretty good and it's a new experience you have to film with one of your siblings because you get to bond through it and then whenever we're on a live show, she's usually with me. It makes me feel more comfortable talking in front of the camera, so it's quite lucky to be able to film with her. Sometimes it does get a bit tricky. And how old is your sister? Um, my sister's just turned 10. Do you fight much? Not really. It depends. Like, if we fight, it's usually for like five minutes and then we kind of get over it. So, <laughs> we have a pretty good relationship. Oh, that's good. Now, you mentioned that you come to Australia every two years, was it, for Showcase? Yeah. What do you like about doing that? Um, so, it's actually really fun because our whole dance school goes over. So, we train for a year and then we go to Australia the next year. And so it's really fun and I love it because we get to be able to compete against different people because in New Zealand you're usually just competing against the same people and when you go over you get to compete against different people and you get to work with different choreographers and that's what I really, really like. And so usually we have choreographers come over to teach us troops before we go over to Australia. But because of coronavirus this year, no choreographers are coming over. And so we're having to decide what to do there. So we haven't got any true choreography yet. So Yeah, I think it's all on a, a bit of hold. <laughs> Nobody knows what they're doing with their troops yeah. and their performances. Have you travelled anywhere else with your dancing? No, not yet. But I'm aiming to get to America very soon and go to like the likes of Palooza and stuff like that. But it's all on a bit of a standstill at the moment. <laughs> but hopefully soon. What have been your greatest dance achievements so far? Um... 
My greatest dance achievement would probably be winning New Zealand's Top Dancer. So I won that in 2017 and 2019. I won New Zealand's Top Dancer last year and that was really amazing and I was really proud of that achievement. And then another big achievement that I achieved last year was probably getting into New Zealand School of Dance Associates. And so I go up every term and I dance with New Zealand School of Dance and that's really amazing yeah so that's like an extra training that you do yeah and so we had to audition for it it's called associates and you go into the audition and they pick a certain kids from all over New Zealand and then we all meet up at New Zealand School of Dance once a term and we get to dance with the New Zealand School of Dance choreographers and look at the New Zealand School of Dance people and how they dance and look at behind the scenes stuff and it's really cool yeah that's very exciting now New Zealand's dancer of the year is that in a certain age category yeah so there's there's petite junior teen and senior so the first time I won it I won it in junior and then last year I won it in teen that's very impressive (laughs) in your dancing career who have been the greatest influences or the people that you look up to most so I've always looked up to Autumn Miller she is just amazing I met her when I was eight and I've just loved her ever since like I just adore the way she dances and how her movement quality. I just really want to be like her. And I've always, I really like how she dances. But then also, I'm really inspired by the people around me, such as the seniors at my dance school and my parents and the choreographers at my dance school, such as the owners and teachers. I'm really inspired by lots of people around me because I think it's really cool to be able to watch them and then how they do it in class and then be able to follow that. So, yeah. Awesome. Have you had any major injuries or any setbacks? Um, no, I really haven't had any major injuries. I'm really lucky. My only major injuries would be I moved my tailbone out of place at Christmas in the Park, but then it popped back in, so that's okay. And when I was like nine, I broke my nose, but that was fine. I was doing a double cartwheel with my friend, and she dropped me, and I broke my nose. <laughs> You're lucky you're still young and healthy. What are the biggest challenges you think you've faced in dancing so far? I would say the biggest challenge would be living in New Zealand. There really is limited opportunities. And if you want to take it seriously, most of the kids that do move out of New Zealand, they go to Australia for full-time schools and stuff like that when they're about 16. And so then that's really hard because you have to learn how to live by yourself and take care of yourself in Australia. And so I'd say that's probably the biggest challenge about being a dancer in New Zealand is that there's very limited opportunities and you have to work really extra hard to be able to get them. Yeah, right. Have you not convinced mum to move to Australia yet? No. (laughs) No, I haven't. (laughs) Is that on your radar? Is that something you're thinking about for the future? Yes, I guess so. I would love to be able to move to Australia or even America to be able to go to a full-time school and train professionally in the arts. Do you have certain ones that you're looking at? Yeah, so I haven't really decided yet because I do still have a couple more years left of school and I want to finish school before I take off. But I would love to go to a more contemporary-based school, yeah. Here's an interesting question. Why do you dance? I dance because I just love it. Like I love the way it makes me feel and I love being able to inspire others through it. That's a big thing. I love being able to show people that no matter what you're doing, you can, like strive to excel and really just inspire others I'm just I just have such a passion for it and I just love performing and putting smiles on people's faces so your ultimate goals where are you hoping that dance will take you I'm really not too sure I hope that I can do it as a profession one day I would love to be able to even run my own dance school or be in big Broadway shows just anything in the area of dance would be 
amazing. That was my job. In asking that, what is your favourite Broadway show? Well, I really love the ones in New York. Like, all of them are just incredible. But fun fact, when I was six years old, I moved to Wellington, which is in the North, North Island of New Zealand. And I was in the Broadway show Annie. And I was Kate, and it was a UK production. And so that was really fun, because I got to experience being in a real Broadway show. So that's what really set me to think that I would want to be in a Broadway show. Oh, very cool. I always wanted to be Annie when I was little. <laughs> yeah, I was Kate. Nearly there. <laughs> you were in the show, at least. It was... Yeah, <laughs> It was def- long hours. Definitely a lot closer than I was. <laughs> so it was long hours, was it, working on it? It was very long hours. Mum would drop me off at like 8 o'clock and we wouldn't be home till like 10 o'clock and I was like 6 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, if you weren't going to be a dancer, is there anything else you would like to be? I have thought about it. I would love to do something still with the arts, even if it was like makeup designing or stuff like that. I'd love to be a makeup artist or just a teacher. I love inspiring kids and being able to help them and so that's what I've thought of so far. Cool. Charlie, you've got some questions. What is your favourite style to dance? Um, my favourite style would be lyrical as I feel like you can really portray an emotion through it and make people feel something but then I also really love musical theatre because it's just so fun and theatrical and I just love being able to make people smile. Do you do any additional strength or flexibility training? Um, yeah, so at home I try to stretch every night before I go to bed and then on Friday since I don't have dance I try to do like a workout or something like that and try to really build up the areas that I'm lacking in. What does a week in terms of training look like for you? Um, on Mondays I have four classes and then I do that on Yeah, so throughout the week, Monday to Friday, I have four to five classes, and then Friday, nothing, and then Saturday is usually competition or filming for one hour or something like that. Who has been your favourite choreographer to work with? So my favourite choreographer to work with so far, ones that aren't at my dance school, I really loved working with Tori Wade, as she choreographed a lyrical solo for me, and that's what won New Zealand's Top Dancer for me. And I just loved working with her, and it was so much fun, and she was really lovely. But then I also just love working with the choreographers at my dance studio as I get to know them really well and you have such a relationship with them and so it's really fun to be able to work with them and make their vision come to life. Do you ever get nervous performing? Um, yes, I get very nervous. I'm much better now, but before I used to like, I was so bad, I was really nervous. But now I have a re routine I, I do before I go on stage. So, I, so pretty much what I do, three dances before, I have to be backstage and then one dance before I do a plank and get ready, two dances before I run through my routine really really fast to the music and then the three routines before I stretch like really deeply and so that's like a routine I do before I go on stage which helps calm me down and then right before I go on stage I lift up my shoulders as high as I can and push them down and do a big deep breath and then I just walk on stage and go for it. Now, when did you develop that routine? Well, I feel like it just came along. It was things I always did before I went on stage. And then I just kind of made a routine and then I've just stuck to it for like three years now. And it's never failed me. So <laughs> I've just stuck to it. It keeps you calm knowing that you've been through that process. Exactly. Yeah. What advice would you give to others wanting to get to the level of dance you are at? Um, I would just say work hard. Just work really, really hard. 
no matter what you're doing, just try to be the best at it because you're never going to be the best at something. There's always going to be someone better than you. And so just strive to be the best. And I think what really helps is having a good mindset because if you don't have a good mindset, then nothing's going to work out for you. You have to be in your mind and be really positive to yourself and talk back to yourself positively and not be negative about any situation. Nice, nice advice. Molly, you're currently in lockdown in New Zealand. How are you finding that situation? Yeah, so it's a bit of a sticky situation because I just want to be back at dance and all my major things this year have been cancelled. Like anything that I've been looking forward to or trained for last year, they've all been cancelled. And so I'm just trying to find the positive and I've got a month to really excel in things that I'm lacking in such as my leaps and kick turns and so I'm really just trying to get those up and just try and motivate myself to do the best I can while I have a month to do nothing else. (laughs) What are you doing to keep up your dancing skills during the time? So what I'm doing is I've got a wee training program so we still have to do school so I do school till 12 o'clock and then I dance from 12 to 4 or 5 o'clock at night. And so I'm just trying to keep a normal timetable. And so during those four or five hours, I do a workout at the start. And then I do a really nice stretch. And then I either do kicks, turns and leaps all in a combo or do both, depending on how I feel. And then after I do a nice cool down. And I'm following Rebecca Davies modules at the moment to try and keep up stuff. And I'm downloading lots of modules and stuff like that to keep myself motivated. Like the Dream Dance Company online, I'm doing that as well. I'm just trying to find things that will just keep me motivated and keep me going so then I don't lose yeah, my dance ability. Are many of your dance schools there doing online dance classes at the moment? Um, a few of them are, but my dance school isn't really at the moment. What we've done is we've sent out videos. On the last day before lockdown, we filmed a whole bunch of stuff to be able to send out. But there's many dance schools in New Zealand that are doing like Zoom conferences mm. for dancing. And so that's really cool. And they're allowing other students from other dance schools to be able to go on. And so, like, I've been doing classes from other schools around New Zealand. And so that's really cool. That's what I'm actually really liking about lockdown is that I'm getting to work with so many different people because different people putting out choreography and we're allowed to learn it. And so that's probably a big positive to lockdown. But I'm still really missing just my normal whole dancing. Yeah. Yeah, I think all dancers are. What are your top tips for keeping up your flexibility and fitness without dance class i would say make a routine make a routine that you're going to do or a timetable and stick to it even if you vary it each day so it's not the same each day or find something like i'm doing sarah's day workout module and so get something that's going to help you motivate or find a youtuber that you like and you like their workouts or stretching and just stick to it and don't be all over the place don't do this one day this the next day Make sure it's all kind of coming in and tying together so it's actually helping you, not just doing the stuff willy-nilly. And do you have a particular stretch routine you follow each day? So, yeah, I do. It's just that usually you need another person to do the stretch routine that I'm doing, and so that's quite difficult. But luckily my mum used to be a rhythmic gymnast, so she's helping me a little bit. But, yes, I think it's best to have a stretch routine that you follow each day because otherwise you'll just lose flexibility or you won't be... um, tying everything together and then everything will just kind of go all over the place. Now did you just say that mum used to be a rhythmic gymnast? Yes I did. (laughs) That's pretty cool. What level was she competing at? She represented New Zealand for group. That's very impressive. Very cool. You're an ambassador for Stretch Ladder. How did that come about? So just like many other companies usually I apply for their ambassador searches that they do or they contact me 
and so that's where I'm really lucky to have quite a following on Instagram because I get to try out many different dance products and that's really cool and the likes of Stretch Litter, it's really helped me actually in my dancing and I use it every day and I'm just really lucky to be able to have those opportunities and have brands want to contact me for me to be able to promote their product or actually try their product out. Who are some of the other ones that you're an ambassador for? Oh yeah, so Zag Online, Term Board, Stretch Ladder, and then I did quite a lot of stuff with Mad Mia, and there's many other like dancewear companies that I used to do, but we've stopped doing them so much now as I've kind of changed my Instagram, because before I like used to have lots of ambassadors and I was just going for it, but now I want my Instagram to inspire others. And so I'm only really ambassadors for people that I actually truly believe in their product and that I actually use. Nice. How do you find social media? Is it something that you think is positive or is it something that you think can be negative at times? Well, I think it depends on how you use it. I think that Instagram can be a really positive thing because such as what we're seeing right now, lots of choreographers are putting out combos you can learn and you can really help other kids through it and inspire people through it. But then if it if you abuse it, it's actually a negative thing. And so you have to try and use it positively. And that should be the only way it's being used is to lift up others, help others, inspire others, learn dances, look at dances. Yeah, I think it can be a really, really positive thing and really help people. But you have to just be careful in how you use it. Well, Molly, you have a very wise head on your young shoulders. Thank you so much for dropping in and talking to us today. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. You're such a mature young person and I wish you all the best of luck for your future career. Thank you so much. If you want to find out more about Molly, you can find her on Instagram. She is B underscore official and she has her Instagram page there where you can catch up with all of the things that she's doing with her TV show and with different things that she's an ambassador for. Remember to catch up with all our previous episodes on Spotify iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. You can also contact us on Instagram at Dance Matters Podcast. We would love to hear any feedback from you about things you have enjoyed or what you would like to hear more of. And thanks again, Stretch Letter, for coming on board for this episode. Make sure you go and check out all of their products on Instagram at Stretch Letter. You can also find them and order all of your products at www.stretchletter.com. And don't forget to put in that special discount code that we're offering for the month of May, DMP20. Get your 15% off, get training in home isolation, make sure you keep your flexibility up for when we return to the studio. Thanks again for joining us. Stay safe, stay home and listen to podcasts. See you next time. Bye. Bye.